0: Welcome to the Women of Fintech podcast series. We are here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges, and walk the talk for change across the entire financial technology industry. Today, we are joined by Laura Wildenborg, Fintech Innovation Manager at Sunrise Banks. Sunrise Banks is the most innovative bank empowering financial wellness. Laura has an MBA focused on strategic risk and responsibility. Prior to Sunrise, she was a wilderness guide and outdoor educator where she focused on mitigating climate change. She continues this pursuit by helping Sunrise meet its climate commitment and she is here today to tell us more. So first and foremost, Laura, welcome. Really happy to have you here today. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So tell us a bit more about your role at Sunrise.
1: My role is FinTech Innovation Manager, which is a whole bunch of buzzwords, so I can break it down. Sunrise partners with FinTechs, and they come to us so we can support behind-the-scenes capabilities. High-level, this includes the ability to move, store, and lend money. When these partners come to us, I help to evaluate the opportunity and build a business case and facilitate due diligence. And what's important to recognize is that each fintech has a really unique use case. And so my goal is to really understand what are their needs and ensure that value is created for the fintech and for the bank throughout the entire
0: process. Yeah, I love that. And look, I know that Sunrise is on a mission. I wanted you to tell us a bit more about this mission. So Sunrise Banks is
1: in St. Paul, Minnesota. We have community branches in the Twin Cities and a national reach through those fintech partnerships. So we're on a mission to empower financial wellness and overall to be a force for good. We've demonstrated this through specific partnerships, community involvement, products and services. Also, we're a certified B Corporation and a member of the Global Alliance for Banking on Values and a community development financial institution. So with all these commitments, we seek to improve our efforts. We really try to innovate our offerings and really ensure accountability for ourselves. And all of this is built on the idea that for Sunrise to succeed, our communities need to succeed.
0: It's so important that this mission sort of runs through everything that you're doing, um, and I think it's really, really interesting to talk a bit more about you and your background because I know you've described it as like non-traditional for what we all think, you know, it looks like for someone's background to be for banks. Um, and actually, I think this is really intertwined with what you're trying to do as Sunrise Bank and and who you are as an individual. So I wanted you to tell us a little bit more about that.
1: So my background is in the nonprofit and public sectors. I got my bachelor's in environmental studies and spent time working as an outdoor educator. So that means I took kids rock climbing, canoeing, cross country skiing. Also worked as a raft guide and chaired my local sustainability commission. So I got to a point while I was working there where I wanted to find a different place to make change. So I looked at the private sector and uh, decided to go back to school to get my MBA to bridge the gap. So essentially, build out my toolbox and learn the language of business. And while I was at school, Sunrise was the only company that came to school that was a B corporation. And I really see B corporations as the crossroads between business and the environment. Because uh, as we mentioned, one of my passions is climate change. And I was excited about the potential to address that in a bank setting. And so Sunrise just drew me in. And also they were interested in my background, which I was excited about. They were looking for that diverse perspective that could potentially help them innovate.
0: This opens up so many opportunities, doesn't it, for the entire banking community for for people in their careers. It's super, super exciting. And what I love about all of this is that you believe that Sunrise is setting an example as a community bank. Tell us how so. Yeah, so I think it's helpful to
1: start with the basics. Why do people bank? So you may be thinking to keep my money and valuables safe, or it's a place where I can borrow money or transfer funds. So you set up a bank account and you put your money in it. And it's important to recognize deposits don't just sit there. The bank utilizes those deposits to fund loans. And people are starting to ask the question, how are these deposits being used? So Sunrise is participating in this kind of revolutionary way of thinking about it uh, by using these deposits for good. One example is, They're recognized CDFI, a community development financial institution. And with this designation, we're required to make at least 60% of our loans in low to moderate income communities. So if you were to put your money into a Sunrise Bank account, you can know that there's intention behind how those deposits are used through our partners, our products, and our goal to empower financial wellness to un- and underbank individuals.
0: So that takes me really nicely to another question I have, which is around those products. And if you could give us some examples of your products and partnership and that all of that impact for good.
1: Absolutely.
0: I believe that products and FinTech
1: partners are often built to address a customer's challenge or barriers that they have. So one significant barrier is the customer identification process, and this is essential to compliance. One piece in the U.S. is uh, often a social security number is required, and Sunrise has become more comfortable with an alternative to that, and it's called an ITIN, an Individual Tax Identity Number. So specifically, we have a product called Sunrise Bank's Pathway to Home. ITIN Mortgage, and this allows individuals and families to purchase a home without a social security number. Another barrier is a low credit score, and uh, a credit score is often used to qualify someone for banking products. So Sunrise developed a credit builder loan, one with our core bank, and we also have a fintech partnership with Self. And people can sign up for these credit builder loans and participate in them by demonstrating their ability to repay a loan and throughout that process they actually have the opportunity to build their credit and improve their financial wellness which will give them access to other products.
0: So it's really amazing what, it, what you're doing to change, not only how this industry is working, but also the perception to really include people that have been actively excluded. Um, thinking about the industry as a whole, um, and also the workplaces within this industry, what policies do you think need changing to allow for this authentic inclusion to be commonplace within the workplace?
1: I think that's a really important question. So I think back to my experience where I worked at a company where there was a policy of saying no. So if ideas that were brought forward were outside of certain parameters, it was shut down. And this can be efficient uh, because it makes the decision making really easy. Uh, It is also stifling and automatically discludes people. So something that I've been impressed with at Sunrise is they have this policy of never just no. And another way of saying that is we're always trying to find a way to yes or some alternative solution. With this, I believe it really cultivates innovative thinking and allows people to bring their authentic selves and passion to the table. So it doesn't just allow it, it actually encourages more voices to speak up. In the workplace.
0: Yeah, and that's just super, super important and great that you've brought that up. When when you think about our audience, the people that have listened to you today, what would you like to see more of from them when it comes to workplace inclusion and everybody being involved in building this inclusive reality um, across financial services?
1: Well, I never imagined working at a bank. When I think about financial industry, I think about there's a tendency to focus on maximizing profit. And I think it's really important to shift from solely focusing on that bottom line to expanding to the triple bottom line of people, planet, and prosperity. I believe that this will naturally lead to more inclusive and diverse workplace because it forces us to find solutions that will have a holistic impact. And this requires innovation, it requires diverse perspectives, rather than looking at the past to grow based on past metrics, it forces us to start looking at the future and what we really want it to be.
0: And that's just a wonderful way to draw this podcast to a close because it is all about that future and where we want it to be and what we want it to look like. So thank you so much for joining me on the Women of Fintech podcast series. It's been an absolute pleasure.
1: Thank you for having me. Have a good day.